Hi there, welcome to the latest episode of Back in the Day Podcast with me, Dave Rivett. In this episode, I'll be ranking the Beatles B-sides from 18 to number 1. So, looking at the Beatles' original singles released while the group was still together, we are robbed of some great B-sides with the release of double A-sides, being a Day Tripper, We Can Work It Out, Eleanor Rigby, Yellow Submarine, Strawberry Fields Forever with Penny Lane, and Come Together with Something. Maybe it's just as well, because this was very difficult as it was. I will probably say the quality of the Beatles' B-sides was very high indeed, and most of them didn't turn up on an album. As I run down the list, I will also give my opinion whether the B-side is better than the A-side. Of course, I'm only giving my own choice on the songs. I'm not a professional musician. I don't offer an opinion whether the rhythm guitar work is better on song A than song B. So just on this day, which is the 1st of December 2022, it's just my opinion, and this is the order. The only decision that wasn't hard was picking my number 18. It's the B-side of Let It Be, You Know My Name, Look Up My Number, released in March 1970. The song was actually first recorded in 1967 and two years later finished off. In actual fact, the 1967 recording features a saxophone solo from Rolling Stone, Brian Jones. For me, the song just doesn't work. It's supposed to be funny, but it just isn't. It is the only song on this list I don't like. Obviously, Let It Be is a much better song. At number 17, we have the B-side to Lady Madonna, released in March 1968, The Inner Light, written by George Harrison. It's the first George Harrison composition to be issued on a Beatles single. Harrison recorded the instrumental track for the song in Bombay in January 1968. It is the only Beatles studio recording to be made out of Europe and introduced Indian instruments. I quite like it. It's a better song than George's previous Indian-influenced songs, such as Love You Too and Within You Without You. Is it a better song than Lady Madonna? Which, in fact, is a song I thought didn't sound like the Beatles and still doesn't. No, I don't think so. Lady Madonna's a better song for me. And number 16, it's the B-side to help, released in July 1965, I'm Down. It's a Paul McCartney song in the style of Little Richard. I think he wrote it to replace the, uh, the band's concert closer, Long Tall Sally. I think in that context it works, but as a listen-to song, it's just okay. Is it better than help? No way. Going all the way back to 1963 from a number 15 on the list. The B-side to From Me To You, Thank You Girl, released in April of 1963. Apparently it was written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney as a tribute to their army of female fans. It's very 1963, a bit corny but it's okay, a song of its time. I have to say From Me To You has never been one of my Beatles favourites, but I think it's better than Thank You Girl. 
I'll make that 4-0 to the A side. <coughs> Excuse me. And number 14 in the B sides to the Beatles is the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do, and it's P.S. I Love You. Uh, it was also on the debut album, Please Please Me. The single, released in October 1962, is a Lennon McCartney composition, mainly written by Paul. It's a nice little ditty. Again, I prefer the A-side, Love Me Do. Forward five years now to July 1967 and Baby You're a Rich Man, B-side to All You Need Is Love. It's an unfinished song by John Lennon written which Paul McCartney added a chorus to. Similar to A Day in the Life and I've Got a Feeling, which I think are both better songs. The track also appeared on the Magical Mystery Tour album. Never really, been a, never really been a favourite of mine, and again, inferior to the A-side. At number 12, it's She's a Woman, the B-side to I Feel Fine, released in November 1964. Again, it's a Lennon McCartney song, primarily written by Paul McCartney. It got very mixed reviews at the time, some people praising Paul's strong vocal performance, others saying it sounded out of tune. I like it, especially the solo that couldn't be more beatly. There's a cover of the song by Jeff Beck, very different to the original. I Feel Fine is a better song for me. At number 11, it's I'll Get You, the B-side to She Loves You, released in August 1963. I've always liked this one. We had the single when I was a kid. It didn't appear on any studio album in the UK. It flows nicely with a nice bit of John Paul harmonising. Is it as good as she loves you? Not for me. I think that's 8 nil to the A-sides. At number 10, it's Ask Me Why, the B-side to Please Please Me, which I think is one of their greatest songs. It's a Lennon McCartney song, primarily written by John Lennon, who gives the song a good vocal performance. It's this vocal performance that gives the song an extra edge, rising it above just being a little ditty. I've always liked it, but again, not as good as the B-side. Not many songs are. Halfway through now, for me, the songs in the second half of this chart certainly go up a notch. I've found it very difficult to put them in any order. At number nine, it's the B-side to Ticket to Ride, Yes It Is, released in April 1965. A John Lennon song in the style of this boy. I love this song. I really like the Anthology 2 version, where halfway through the song he messes about singing then suddenly he bursts into being John Lennon again and delivers a great vocal by the way there's a nice cover up by the Bangles on YouTube now I know Ticket to Ride is a big number one and a really popular Beatles song but I actually prefer Yes It Is maybe because it hasn't had as many air uh, play it seems fresher a number eight a top top song Things We Said Today the B-side to A Hard Day's Night it does appear on side two of a Hard Day's Night album. Again, Lynn McCartney, but written in the main by Paul McCartney. It's a nostalgic song. Incredible when you think that Paul McCartney was only 21 years old when he wrote it. It was a time when John Lennon was the dominating force of the Beatles, all except three of a Hard Day's Night album songs written by him. But the three McCartney tunes are very strong. There was this one, And I Love Her and Can't Buy Me Love. Hard Day's Night is a perfect album, some great songs. I like this song better than the A-side. A-sides now lead 9-2. Another song off the Hard Day's Night album, at number 7, You Can't Do That, the B-side to Can't Buy Me Love, released in March 1964. 
Written by John Lennon, he gives it another top-notch vocal lead. I've mentioned this before in previous Beatles episodes. George Harrison wrote the intro and outro guitar riffs. Surely this song should have been a Lennon-McCartney-Harrison composition. It's such a major part of the song. There's also some nice drums by Ringo Starr. Again, I prefer the B-side to Can't Buy Me Love, which I think suffers from overplay. A-side's lead, 9-3. Into the top six now, and some really big hitters. Very difficult. And number six is Revolution, the B-side to Hey Jude, released in August 1968. A John Lennon song credited to Lennon McCartney. First thing to say about me, it's such much superior to the Revolution 1 version on the White Album. There's a bizarre cover of the song on YouTube at Live Aid by the Thompson Twins, Noel Rogers and Madonna. Check it out. John Lennon wanted the song to be the next single, but the other members of the band wanted to avoid controversy, disagreed, and it was demoted to the B-side. I used to have the opening fuzz guitar riff as my mobile phone ringtone. When it went off, everyone within five-yard radius used to jump out of their skins. Great song. Do I prefer it to Hey Jude? Definitely. A-side's lead, 9-4. And number five, the B-side to Get Back, Don't Let Me Down. Another John Lennon song released in April 1969. I'm not sure why it wasn't included on the Let It Be album. It was performed on the rooftop concert. It's a great John Lennon vocal with Billy Preston on electric piano. There are several cover versions out there, but for me the standout cover is by the Stereophonics. It's hard to split the A and B size, but I'm not going to sit on the fence. For me, it's Get Back by a Whisper. Both great songs. 10-4. And number four, another George Harrison song, the B-side to Ballad of John and Yoko, Old Brown Shoe, released in May of 1969. To this day, it remains quite an obscure song. Not many non-Beatles fans would know of it. I've always loved the song. Gary Brooker, who sadly died earlier this year, the lead singer of Progal Harum, performed Old Brown Shoe at the concert for George at the Royal Albert Hall in November 2002, and very good he was too. Incidentally, going off track a bit, I was at a concert about 10, 15 years ago, watching uh, Bill Wyman's Rhythm Kings, and that night there was two keyboard players on stage, Georgie Fame was one and Gary Brooker was the other. Just before the interval, the band left the stage and left Gary Brooker on his own. He then performed A White Shade of Pal, and I have to say it was absolutely fantastic. It brought the house down. Anyway, getting back to my list, uh, I like both A and B sides, but I think Old Brown Shoe gets me vote. So now it's the top three. But just before that, what about those, those double A sides? Who gets my vote there? Day Trip and We Can Work It Out, both great songs, but for me, We Can Work It Out gets the vote. No contest in the next one. I've never been a big fan of Yellow Submarine and Ellen Rigby's fantastic song. Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane, very difficult, but I do love Paul McCartney's storytelling in Penny Lane. I think it's just a little bit better. And finally, two more great songs, Come Together and Something, The Vote Must Go to Something, which is a fantastic song by George Harrison. And number three on my list is a totally unique song, I and the Walrus. B-sides are Hello Goodbye, released in November 1967. Another John Lennon song. It does seem to back up John Lennon's observation that Paul McCartney had a monopoly on the band's A-sides in the mid to late years. It was included on the Magical Mystery Tour EP and included in the film of the same name. Hello Goodbye, the single, 
The Magical Mystery Tour EP were at numbers one and two in the UK single chart in December 67. So I and the Walrus has the distinction of reaching numbers one and two in the UK chart simultaneously. Apparently, then Friends of Queen Victoria at the BBC banned the song shortly after the release for the line, Boy, you've been a naughty girl, get your knickers down. I remember watching the Magical Mystery Tour film on Boxing Day as a 13-year-old with my mum and dad. We thought it was rubbish. To tell the truth, I've never been a big fan of the film myself. Oasis do a good cover of the song. For me, it's totally unique. Better than Hello Goodbye? I think so. A-Sides lead 10-6. At number two, the B-Side to paperback writer Rain, released in May 1966. Like Old Brown Shoe, Rain is quite an obscure track to non-Beatles fans. Again, a John Lennon song that's a B-side to a Paul McCartney A-side. I've always thought this song was a better fit for the Revolver album than Yellow Submarine. A great album would have been even greater. Well, I think so anyway. I think the Beatles' look in the promotional videos of Rain and Paperback Writer filmed at Chiswick House is their best. For me, they never look better than in these films. It's probably the first song to have, have reversed sounds on it and has a standout drum performance by Ringo Starr. A lot of people say it's his best ever. It's a great song. Better than Paperback Writer? Definitely. So what is the Beatles' best cover, best ever B-side? Well, I'm sure you've worked it out. My favourite is the flip side to I Wanna Hold Your Hand, This Boy, released in November 1963. It's a Lennon McCartney song, mainly written by John Lennon. It never appeared on a studio album. The song has John, Paul and George performing a close three-part harmony, as they did with Yes It Is and the Abbey Road album track, Because. They performed the song live on their second Ed Sullivan show performance, and it's perfect. One of the things that gave the Beatles an advantage over nearly every other band was that most other bands, not all, had just one lead singer, Queen, Stones, The Who, Kinks, etc. The Beatles had three, four if you include Ringo's album slot. They also had two-part harmonies and like on this track, three-part harmonies. Not forgetting that they had three different composers. Imagine a band that included Ray Davis, Brian Wilson and Pete Townsend. I love this song. The first time I heard it, and I still love it now. I know the importance of a one hold your hand, first US number one and all that. But I much prefer this boy. So there we have it. A sides 10, B sides 8, final score. Well, blimey, that was hard. But with any all these lists about Beatles songs, you can change your mind by tomorrow. Okay, if you want to comment on this podcast or any other episode, you can make them on the Facebook Back in the Day group page. Thanks a lot. See you later.